Hello, and welcome back to Manic and Medicated. I don't have anything for this episode, like as in a topic, as in something that's going on in my life. I just hit record and we're just going to go with whatever happens. I am completely caffeinated. I feel like I've shot caffeine literally into my anal cavity and it hit my bloodstream and I'm just ready to rock and roll. The other day I was in Target. I was going down, I think it was the chip aisle because it was really like, you know, I'm going to get some Tostitos chips, some salsa. I'm going to, yes. One of my biggest things, I'm like taking a left turn already with chips. It is my biggest binge eating snacks. So it's really hard for me to have it in the house. There'll be times where I'm like, wow, I could really go for some chips, but I can't have large bags of chips in the house because within a day or two, they're gone. Like all of them. It doesn't matter if I buy one or five of them, they're gone. And it's it's been a reoccurring thing that I've noticed. So I've been consciously trying to put chips in a bowl or buy the smaller bags, but then like I get the smaller bags of chips and then I have three or four of them and it's like I might as well have just eaten the whole fucking bag, like the whole big one. So that's kind of my dilemma. So I was down the chip aisle at Target, looking around, making my selections before I go home and binge eat my sorrows away. And I came across this couple. I don't know if we did this when we were younger, but they were like young. They had to have been like under 18 years old, but over the age of 15, like somewhere in that age bracket. But they were so annoying. I don't remember being super into PDA as a teenager. And I think like it kind of depended on the relationship. There was like one boyfriend I want to say that I can think of that was kind of PDA with me. But like the rest of my boyfriends, it was kind of like just normal, like hand holding. These two looked like they were trying to scissor each other in the chip aisle. I was like, get out of here. It was a male and a female. And I just from what I thought from the back. So then I'm like getting closer and I'm like, can they move? I have my cart. I'm like, I am about to beep boop all over the place. I wish I had like one of those like backup. uh, What is it? The beep, beep, but like in the front, but like it, like a honking type motion. I don't know. I needed them to get out of the way, but it was so awkward because I was near like the end of the aisle and it's like, I didn't want to turn around and go the other way. But I was like, you know what? I should have. But I was just like, excuse me. And they just like look at me and just stand there. You know when people like move over when you say excuse me and you still don't have enough room? And you're like, if I say excuse me for a second time, I'm going to sound like a fucking cunt. But then I just was like over it because I'm like, I don't want to watch you guys fucking touching each other's dicks. So I'm like, excuse me. And then they finally gave me a dirty look and like moved all the way over. And I just got so angry because I'm like, the audacity and me thinking it's like a young guy and a young girl. No, it was two lesbians. And when I say they were scissoring each other, I mean, they just like had their hands all over each other. And that's not anything against lesbians. I say it about everybody. I don't care if you're hetero, you're homosexual. It doesn't matter. Everyone's scissoring each other. Like when I see people that are just on top of each other all the time, I'm like, can you stop scissoring? Like stop stop i wonder if guys and girls together could scissor oh my god that's a legitimate question i think you 
these are the things you ask yourself, usually when you're high, not caffeinated. But another thing that's going on, me, I I just got the, what is it called? Fuck. The, the shaken espresso drink at Starbucks. Brown sugar, oat milk, shaken espresso. Why do they got to make the, the name so long? Why couldn't they just make like a brown sugar espresso drink? And then if you want oat milk, it's like you just add it. But it's like the name. I just felt like a douchebag ordering it. I was like, can I get the brown sugar shaken espresso oat milk latte? Like I would rather die. I've been really good about making my own coffees at home. And if I don't, I just usually stock up on energy drinks, grab one of those. And I've just been trying my best to be staying in a routine, which I've been doing really good at. The gym, not so much, but you know, that's that's another story. But I've been doing really good. Like I'm looking around at my room right now and it's like, I would say an eight out of 10. Like there's some things on the ground, but like not terrible, not terrible. I'm kind of looking at the environment, you know, yeah, I would live here. It's, it's fine. But I've been waiting like two hours to do my laundry because unfortunately we have a shared laundry space. Uh, this is apartment living and I put all of my laundry down there and all of my uniforms and everything for work is in there. And I have work tomorrow in the morning and I've been going down there once every hour to see if the person who put their stuff in the washing machines could then put them in the dryer. And I'm giving them this one last time. I'm going to go down there again at like seven o'clock. And if it's not out of the washing machine, I'm going to take matters into my own hands and put it on top of the dryer. And if anybody gets mad, then like they can eat my ass. That's That's my thing. I want people to stop scissoring. I want people to fucking Put a timer on your phone when you do laundry in a communal area and switch it over. Come on, switch it over because I don't got time. I don't got time. I'm trying to be quiet because I'm sure they can hear me, but honestly, I don't care. They need to know if you put your laundry in, you put it in the dryer. Also, your laundry is going to smell. So let's go. But I got like three or four loads of laundry to do, but I'm a night owl. And this is the this is the issue. I have to go outside to get to the laundry in the basement because I do not have like a secondary entrance to get down into the basement. Everybody else in this apartment building has access to it from the inside. I do not because of where how my apartment is located. So I'm kind of like, if anything, like I would probably do the same thing if I had easy access like that to the laundry, i probably just be like, eh, I'm just going to leave it in there. But, oh, oh, oh my God, I sound like a fucking trailer park boy. But yeah, that's just kind of my dilemma. That's what's going on. Also, ugh, if you guys saw it on my Instagram story, I'm not going to rehash the whole thing again. But yeah, my brother's ex-girlfriend is a fucking psycho. You know, I get it. We're all nosy little Nellies. We all like to look at each other's shit. My thing is, as soon as I start typing in your name in the search bar of any social media, I've no... At that point, I've lost my marbles. At that point, I need to. I need to stop. I need to put... Put it down. Put it down, Carissa, because I shouldn't be like if we're not friends on social media, I shouldn't have to type your fucking name in and figure it out. I I don't want to do any of that. It sounds like a lot of work and I don't want to have to keep up with people that I hate. So it's just really odd to me that 
<sighs> my brother's ex-girlfriend is now dating my ex-boyfriend. I know. Fucking twist of events. And she is now looking at my shit on social media because I can see that she views my stuff. And it's at first I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of weird. That's, that's a little sus. But I didn't do anything about it because it's like, whatever, you're just viewing. And then I have my ex-boyfriend's sister who is my ex who is my brother's, I know this is so confusing, but basically it, my ex-boyfriend's sister, who I used to be like sisters with. Like we were so close. We did everything together. Um, Like her family was my family, basically. Like her child would call me auntie. And it was just like, we were tight. We were so close. And we fell off. Like she just, like me and my boyfriend, that was her brother, like we broke up and she, for some reason, I don't know why, like, over time just completely just iced me out. And I get why some people do that, but don't come try coming back into my life years later when you are married, have more kids, and, like, your life is, like, settled. Like, you're you're doing the damn thing. Like, why do you need me to be part of your life? And I think that's what makes me angry is because I've lived this long without you, and i I take the ending of friendships very seriously. It literally feels like a loss. Like, I grieve the person. I grieve that person heavy. Oh, my God. That's probably what this episode is going to be, like, about. Because I have noticed this. I take it so hard when a friendship ends because it takes me a lot to become friends with people. And when I get them that close to me and they do me dirty or we have a falling out or whatever it is, and then they try to nonchalantly come back into your life, it's just kind of like a slap in the face. Like, I had to mourn you. It's kind of like when you break up with somebody and they just leave a bad taste in your mouth. And then they they view your profile and they want to like, hey, like, how's it going? And they want to have a normal conversation. And you're like, why? What is, what is the point of that? And I've noticed a few people have done this to me in the past and presently. And they're like, let's hang out. Let's do this. And I'm like, it's not the same. Like, we're not friends. We're not really much of anything. And I'm not going to go out of my way to form friendships with people because I have the friends that I have. And if I if I make new friends for whatever reason, like that's great. But it's just odd to me that people think that they could just leave your life, shut the door completely, fucking cement it shut, tape it shut, weld it shut, whatever the fuck they do. And then they just... It's like they open the window window, and they're like, peekaboo, here I am. And you're like, dude, I thought this was over. And it's annoying because it's like before social media and before uh, smartphones and all that, if people had a falling out, you didn't really talk to anybody. And if you did, it was like, I'm going to pick up the phone and call them. And it's like, that's very ballsy. Like, that's something most people wouldn't do. So it's like... When these people just pop out of nowhere, I'm just kind of like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I've healed and moved on from you, and I got so triggered from this situation because, um, how do I put it? I'm not editing this episode, so if there's burps or gross things or pauses, like, get over it. But 
I don't know. I just feel like when that happened, it triggered the shit out of me between me and my ex-friend and my ex-boyfriend's girlfriend. Like, you you don't – even if my ex-boyfriend was not dating my brother's ex – I think it's so weird when exes go on other people's things. Like, you have my ex-boyfriend. Like, if anything, I should be the one that's creeping on you. But, like, for you to go out of your way to creep on me and then your basic sister-in-law is now creeping on me who used to be, like, my best friend. I know it it probably sounds so confusing to you guys, but it just hurt me so much. And I ended up sending my ex like best friend a text message and I was like you guys seem to be both bored I don't know why you guys are viewing and adding me on social media I think it's really weird and she's like I had no idea that like she was um looking at your stuff and blah 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 and I'm like well it's been within like the last couple days the between the both of you so I think that's kind of bullshit and she just had a lot of excuses as to why all this was happening and it just that's what bothers me it's like Yes, I love that she apologized. She was like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I yeah, I, you know, I was a little bit nosy and I did look at your profile and like, whatever. Like, I get it. But just stop. Like, just stop. Like, also, I don't have anything interesting going on. So I don't know what you're looking at. Like, she's like straight up, like got married, had another baby. I have never even met her kid. Like, don't know anything that's going on in her life except for that because we have some mutual friends. But like, your life has grown and moved on. You're like in a new chapter. Why are you still like, like, is there guilt because you're like kind of a piece of shit? But I think that's what happens is like once I'm done with a friendship, I don't want to hear from that person ever again. Like I don't want to know what's going on with your day. I don't really – I barely have time to keep up with the friends I do have. So why am I going to be like, yeah, let's talk. Let's have a normal conversation. Like it's not normal. Like I don't want anything to do with you and I've spent X amount of years – without you and yeah maybe I sound bitter a little bit because it hurts it hurts when you're friends with someone and they like just straight up reject you just and it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a guy or if we were in a relationship or a friendship or whatever but I think I feel more burned when it's a friendship rather than a relationship like when it ends on bad terms relationships I'm like all right whatever on to the next one but friendships it's like fuck like you were like my sister like you were like like you knew so much about me and the fact that you just throw people like that away it's just wild to me so I guess I just kind of take that shit to heart and I'm always going to be that way and I'm very sensitive and I'm I'm very deep in that way and lately I think I've just been such a bitch because my hormones have been such a mess. But, like, that's not even an excuse. I would have been a bitch regardless. But I guess just when we have people that used to be our friends and they want to come back into our lives, it's okay to say no. You don't owe them anything. And as much as you used to love them or maybe you still love them, if you know deep down, like, this relationship or friendship, or whatever it is, like, this doesn't serve me anymore. Like, we went all this time. Like, I just, I remember just sitting there and being like, we went all this time without talking, and, like, I was fine without you. Like, I was, I was A-okay. 
I don't even think about you anymore. And when you get to that point and they just like pop up into your life again, it's like I get so angry, like seething angry. And at first I was like, oh my God, why am I so dramatic? But it's just like, it's these old feelings, these old wounds that they open up again. And it's like, I've already, I thought I moved past this. And it's like, I did, but it's like the popping up, it's just so, it's like a mind fuck. And I don't like it. And I think we need to stop doing it. If you see like an ex-friend or an ex in general doing good, doing great without you, like moved on completely completely with their life, and you want to pop in for your own selfish feelings or because you need closure, go fuck yourself. Stop doing that. It's not good for them. It's not good for you. And someone's going to get hurt. And it just sucks. Unless you have like really good intentions and you know like you'll be received really kindly and be like, hey, like I really miss you as a friend. Like I really want to start over again and form a friendship. That's different. I'm talking about people who are like, hey, like what's up? Like what's going on with you? Just to like get information and be a weirdo. Like no, go fuck yourself. I don't want to be friends with you. And I don't know. I, I guess I just take friendships super fucking seriously. And if you're my friend, like, I don't care if we haven't talked in like three to six months. It could be fucking two years. You're still my friend. Like, there's no bad blood. You could call me at three in the morning. And if you need something, I will do my best to help you. Like, that's always been me. Like, I will drop anything to help you. But it's these fucking weird people that when shit goes bad and they they just they just leave. And they expect you to be there with, like, open arms, like, fucking, I don't know. I don't know what people expect. It's like the audacity is running rampant. But I do not want old people from my past coming into my life. It just seems like a waste of time. It just seems like a huge waste of time. And also, I don't know what it is, but... Something happened recently with somebody and they were like talking like terribly about one of their friends, like terribly. And I was confused because I was like, oh, maybe they aren't friends anymore. And it's like one thing to like vent about one of your friends and another thing to like straight up talk so much shit, call them names, call them this, call them that. I'm like, okay, like, why are you guys friends? It's weird. But someone in my life recently was like talking like mad shit about one of their friends. And I was so confused. And I was like, well, you guys are friends. So I don't know. Cause I'm sitting there like, cause I'm not friends with them. So I'm kind of like, I don't really know what's going on. But this is like multiple of my friend groups. Like I'll be friends with people, but they'll have their other friends that are in a different friend group and I've noticed this recently like they'll vent to me about those people and I'm just like I'm confused like are you venting to me because you guys aren't friends anymore or are you venting to me because you think she's fucking annoying you don't want to be friends with her anymore and then she was like no like we're still friends like I would say this shit to her face and I was like oh I don't know like I I think that's kind of weird. And she's like, why? And I was like, because I don't talk about my friends like that. And then it's just like a, a awkward silence. And she was like, oh, true. And I'm, I'm just standing there and I'm just like, I really hope you don't talk about me like that. Like, that's fucked up. 
So people like that I also don't trust. People who go on like absolute rampages about their other friend groups and they're just like, she's this, she's that. And I'm just like, um, well, you're choosing to be her friend. And also like, I don't really have much to say because she's not my friend. So whatever. But also like, what do you what do you say about me when I'm not around like fuck like I know people vent about me but like I hope that nobody talks about me in such an ugly manner that makes me question loyalty that's another thing like I'm a super fucking ride or die person like I really am and I am not nervous to tell people my true feelings about how I feel about them but it blows my mind sometimes like how people can smile in your face and then turn and just talk so much shit, so much shit. It, it's like, it's so easy sometimes. And I love a good shit talking session, but there are times where I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to interact on this level because it just, it raises my blood pressure. It's not good for you. Because there are times where like, I'll go like a certain amount of time without talking like negatively about people. But then I'm like, okay, I need like I need a bitch session. You have it, you have it out, and then you're like, all right, I'm good now. But when you're continuously doing that, like every day, or you're calling your girlfriends and you're talking shit about what's her face, it's like you gotta you gotta find a hobby. You gotta find something else that's outside of you. But yeah, that's just been what's going on. I'm I'm like, you got people scissoring in Target, people from my past coming into my life trying to have a fourth chance. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I am a a wounded woman. I'm a wounded individual. I'm not weak. I'm wounded. Oh, that's the title of the podcast. I'm not weak. I'm wounded. So good. So good. But I will see you guys on Monday. Next week on Monday, we are doing true crime. And also, I have a guest coming on sooner rather than later. I know I've been saying that for the last couple of weeks, but I was trying to wait for the holidays to be over. But I will be recording with someone soon, and we will be talking about divorce. So that will be interesting. But yeah, I'll talk to you guys on Monday. We're going to do some true crime. I have a couple of stories up my sleeve. I don't know which one I want to cover, but, you know, we're just riding on the seat of our pants, you know? So I'll see you on Monday. I love you guys so much. Please rate, follow, review, whatever the fuck it is on my podcast, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Amazon, I don't know, but please fucking rate me because that helps so much when you guys give five stars. All right. Love you so much. Have a great day. (sighs) See you.